This is Alternate Take. I am your host, Danny Rodriguez. Welcome back to the show. On this episode, we kept it local. That's right. We got to represent one of the best gyms in Southern California. And uh, it was a hell of a time, dude. The gym is called Playhouse Performance, and it's located here in Brea, California. And the owners of the gym happen to be my two longtime friends, Kyle Pecco and Brody Williams. And it was a fun time, dude. We got to bullshit around. We got to talk about the uh, backstory of the gym, the mission of the gym, why they get up and do what they do. And uh, it, it was a great time, dude. Kyle's actually a NFL player, signed with the Tennessee Titans as of right now. And when they started the gym, he wasn't a member with the Titans. So it was a crazy, crazy roller coaster when he finally got signed by the team. And then COVID hit, and then, you know, Brody's handling all the core functions of the gym, and it was nice to hear that backstory and how they got through that adversity and still maintain their mission, which was to make athletes more efficient and better on the field, whatever field you play on. So it was a great time, man. I was honored to talk to two of my friends, and uh, I hope you guys enjoy the episode, man. So without further ado, I bring to you the gym owners of Playoffs Performance, Kyle Pecco and Brody Williams. Alternate Take, what up, dude? We are back, man. And we are back with boys from the neighborhood, dude. We did it with a local business, and we're stocked to fucking be here, dog. What's up? We got Kyle Peck on Brody Williams in the building. What's up, baby? What What's is good? up? What's good? How are we doing? All right, so we've been, how long have we been talking about doing this episode now? Uh, for months now. Months? Yeah. yeah. Some months? would say years. We've come a long way, haven't we, JB? Look at you. Start little, from the bottom, little baby. Little JB over there, fucking Salem Bob. Look at him. Yep. There you go. Thanks, JB, <laughs> for that input. But uh, I wanted to have you guys on the podcast because... We talk about how alternate take is a lot of things. It is, it's fun. It's professional. It's a, it's a little bit of everything. And um, one thing we like to do is support local businesses, man. And you guys are not only my friends, but you guys have a really fucking dope ass local business. So let's get started. Let's talk about the background of Playoffs Performance, and let's talk about how it got started, man. Who wants to go first? Bro, do you go first? I want to talk about because you're the, right, you're I'll, the brains around the operation. I'll, you got yeah, shit for brains. Yeah, I'll start it. I'll start it. All right, so let's go back to Playhouse. So basically when Kyle bought his new house in July of what, last year? 21. Uh, we just kind of started working out in the gym, right? Mm -hmm. Very natural. Me, him, Jake, basically. Mention. Uh, sometimes Will when he was back in back in town. Shout out Will Pard. And then Kyle kind of had this idea, right, with my background in strength and conditioning. He was like, yo... People are hitting me up to get some workouts like you want to train them type yeah thing. and i'm like yeah dude i'll train anyone everyone like what's, let's run it what's your background by the way so you can tell the listeners uh, let's go quick right let's say playhouse but quick basically graduated 2017 from cal state fullerton shout out titans there it is um strength and conditioning basically wanted to be in the athletic sports world so kind of went strength and conditioning and i was like I want to keep athletes' bodies in shape for playing, whether it be in-season, out-of-season, off-season, post-season, you know, what have you. And then so I was like, all right, I'm going to be a trainer, a coach, a, you know, performance coach, basically. Started general population, right, just training, personal training, basically. And then Kyle, you know, let me host some workouts for him. I was like, yo, let me try what I learned with you. You're a professional athlete. like, yeah nothing better and so after that it was it was basically back to the garage right so i have a training background from cal state fullerton uh knew i wanted to stay sports personal training was cool have nothing wrong with it still do personal training but sports with my athletic background i'm like 
let's do it. It's like, what you have a passion with for. With athletes, yeah, exactly. Absolutely. That, that's, that's the funnest part. Um, so we got the crib July, started training out of there. And then basically we kind of grew out of there. And then we're like, let's open up a gym. You know what I mean? How much competition is there in the kinesiology world? Because I hear a lot of people, some hopeful kids, maybe a little naive or whatnot, or maybe just, you know, crazy confidence. Either way, both of them help. But that are saying, I want to go to college for a kinesiology degree and I want to be a personal trainer. But the reality is once you're out, I mean, it's it's hard to find opportunities, man. That's a, that's a tough gig. Yeah, Everyone's and, doing that. And especially, like, kind of when I went to college, kinesiology, kinesiology was growing. Yeah. Like it was like, hey, this is the new it thing that people want to do. Because no so one wants to I be was, a fucking doctor. Exactly. Takes too many school, exactly. School. Yeah. Exactly. And it's like, damn, like this is pretty competitive. It's a new new major that people are getting into. Um, it's, I mean, it it is what it is. It's it's just like everything else. It's like there's bad doctors. There's good doctors. Yeah, very true. You know yeah. I mean? there's, there's bad coaches. There's good coaches. Um there's straight personal training coaches, there's sports performers, you know what I mean? Like even simple things as like breathing, there's breathing coaches Dude, now. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. you can coach anything nowadays. So like even even that's like a sector of kinesiology. I've thought, I, I saw, or I listened to a podcast years ago, I forgot her name, but she was a doctor on, on breathing. And she kept like re- reiterating the phrase of how don't breathe with your shoulders, breathe with your diaphragm. And like mm-hmm. it never forgets you. And then obviously when you're lifting, like you got to breathe super hard when you're going up or when you're when you're really exerting exactly. the most force or whatnot. And you forget that shit. Even when you're boxing, you guys do the boxing yeah, shit. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, with the boxing. Yeah, yeah absolutely, same, same dude. Shit. Even if it's a yell, that is breathing. You're letting out air. Kyle, when you started uh, getting into this business, uh, what gave you the confidence in Brody, man? Obviously, he's your friend, but I mean, I have fucked up friends. That doesn't mean I give him confidence in my business. You know, obviously, he had to have some sort of level of expertise. Yeah, no, uh, just starting at the house, it was just kind of, I mean, even before the house, the year before the house, we were at UFC gym. And I was training with this guy and just putting me through workouts. And I enjoyed what he did. Also, comfortable because he's my he's my boy. Right, right. That's that so, comfort. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so super cool, like a ready relationship. You know, you go to some dudes that, you know, they think they know fucking everything. And then they're also a prick because they think they're hot shit coaching. Yeah. Pro athletes or college athletes, whatever it is. Right. And... You know, you could give a fuck about the workout. Like, absolutely, I'm not getting anything out of it. I okay, I've I've noticed that in a lot of athletic gyms because when I when I used to play high school sports, and I've been I went to a few gyms that were that level, like high level professional sports where they have minor league players around, and of all sports, they have professional players, and um, they don't have the same level of, I would say, hospitality as your guys' gym has. I think there's a big yeah. difference in that. No, for sure. Um, but yeah, just like going back to Brody, he. You know, it comes off as, you know, sometimes a fucking crazy asshole. <laughs> but he's fucking really smart, and when it's time to work, he fucking will work. And, you know, that's what I, what also made it more comfortable in that transition to wanting to open up the gym with him or, you know, pitching that idea to him. And, uh, yeah, no, guys, he's fucking... He's, uh, he's got it squared away. He, yeah, he does. He's got it figured <laughs> out, you know. Yeah, always shout wanting out me. to learn. Yeah, shout out, Brody. <laughs> um, but, yeah. How did the concepts of what you learned from trainers in the NFL line up with what he had to teach? Were they, were they very similar? Were his what unique things did he bring that you're like, oh, shit, even in the best training I've received in the NFL, he does some things different that I like even more? Yeah, no, there's, I mean, every coach is different, has a different teaching or a different way. They teach the same thing. Like, it's 
the same shit everywhere. Right. But the, each coach has their own way of teaching it, essentially. But his way of doing it, so it makes it fresh. It keeps it good. Um, and it's just fun. So Okay. Yeah. So so when you uh when you came together with the idea for playoffs, well, what was what was the idea behind it? What did you guys want to be initially? Did you guys want to be a personal training gym? Did you guys want to be a sports gym? What was like the the mission behind your guys' gym? I mean, in the beginning it was we wanted to be we want to do we want to be like in the sports performance realm. Mm. Like that's number one. But starting at the house, it was, you know, a little harder to run sports performance. First of all, we just started and we had no yeah. you know, experience. Maybe Brody, I didn't have any experience. Um, so not having athletes yet was kind of a thing. And then promoting, you know, everybody wants to kind of get into the fitness realm as far as like going and getting training. So like obviously we're getting hit up by like aunts and uncles and fr- like family friends just yeah. to get like personal training. Right. Well, plus COVID too. Yeah. That's exactly. that's a huge part right. of it. COVID yeah. and exactly. a lot of gyms closed. I was going to so say like you literally opened like... up during the pandemic. Yeah. 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 It was it was a blessing. It and then sure. kind of going back on that opening <clears throat> it, we really wanted just a spot to work out yeah. like ourselves, yeah. Yeah. right? So like we're like, oh, nothing better like we have the garage gym. But working bring, out, bring us a little closer. There you go. Yeah. So like working out at his crib, it's like it's not work. You know what yeah. I mean? Like absolutely, no, we're it's at his base. house. You know what I mean? So we're like, let's just get a spot. We could do our own workouts and then grow what we got, the little stuff we got going right. so far. And so it was like, damn. Like we checked out a few spots and then we we're like, damn. Like I could work out here. Yeah. Like, this is <laughs> yeah. home away from home, basically. Mm-hmm. But it's not at home. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's kind of the fact that like. You know, now working at home is is normal right. these days. You right. know what I mean? But it was like, you know, kind of being in the garage, like you could zone in and your work, like you're getting paid for your services basically. But still, even me not even living at the house, but being there so often, I'm like, this doesn't feel like work because I'm at your house yeah. in your garage. You know what I mean? So I, I couldn't zone in like even off hours, like we'd kick it in the house and like chill with Julie and whatnot and the kids. But it still wasn't that I'm working feel. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Tell me tell me the emotions of getting started on a business from the from the bottom up because this this is something relatable to any entrepreneur 100%. It's relatable to me. Like I said when I started this, it was literally just a phone in the kitchen. So it's the same thing. I understand what that's like when you get started and you have a lot of insecurities. You don't know if you're you just especially when you just did a huge huge commitment financially to buy something you're like fuck now we really have to double down exactly um what was that like for you guys we you, you know tell me the whole journey of like you know mentally fuck bro i'm i'm still nervous yeah nervous anxious every day i'm like fuck like this is this is my baby right here or this is our baby like can't do nothing wrong until you do it and you realize it's wrong Meaning like, yeah, true. And I, uh, let's market this or let's do this. Let's do that. And you don't know if it's going to hit until it hits or it misses. You know what I mean? Absolutely. But, so like we just kind of do stuff because we feel like it and we're confident in how we think and how we do everything. I still make bad decisions, you know, us as a team. Obviously, when Kyle's off at work, like I'm, I'm running it alone, still run everything through him. But it's like damn like let's try this let's try that like whether it be training is what my background is right so that that's second nature that's my second language right right? absolutely but running a business it's still a business john yeah refill john thanks john 
but yeah, to like kind of to preach and Kyle knows because like what we go through is all together. And like I run through him, he runs through me and it's like, damn, like you think this will be good? And we're like, there's only one way to find out. Yeah, there's only one way to find out. And that's literally the way it should be done. Yeah. Uh, All business. Like you could have mentors and stuff, but it's like, hey, like you don't know, like age difference, like all the demographics that go into it. Right. As far as running a business, um, it affects we're we're young. We're 28. You know what I mean? So it's like we're still hip that style. So like when it comes to like social media and stuff, it's like, yeah, like this is tight. Like yeah. this is cool. Let's post it. And then if it doesn't hit, it's like, damn, we thought it was tight, but it wasn't tight to everyone else. Dude, that's comedy. I swear to God. I think a bit is so funny. I go on stage and it bombs. You're like, that's embarrassing, man. <laughs> oh, my yeah. God. And you have to be so honest with yourself. And it. That's the hardest part is about is being honest with yourself because it, it is such a thin line between no, I believe that this is the right way to go and I and that it's just gonna take time or maybe my ego is getting the best of me right here and I, I have to learn how to put this down, dude. You know what I mean? That happens too. Kyle, what about you mentally, man? Because I know like when you guys first started, you were you I think you had weren't secure by your NFL feature at the time, right? Yeah, yeah. No, I didn't. I thought I was done playing, so it was more like, all right, what's next? Um, and starting up the gym or opening up my own business is kind of, or our business was kind of like, okay, I'm all in, let's do this. And like, let's just go for it. It was kind of like a lot of, uh, should we leave the, the garage right now? And then we kind of grew out of the garage and I was like, okay, we have to leave the garage. And I was like, are we sure we're going to do this? And I'm like, fuck it. Like, let's just, we, we got this, like, let's just go and do it. And, uh, yeah, like you said, it's, it's scary because like, this is what it's your work that you're putting out for everyone else. And it's like, is it going to be good? Is it going to be bad? You don't know, but you just got to fucking try it. Absolutely. And, uh, no, I'm just confident in what, what he brings to the table and it's just been rolling. I mean, I'm not saying like we're, we got it figured out cause we don't, I mean, we're learning every day and trying to promote and trying to grow, but, uh, no, it's, it's been like a roller coaster of ups and downs of, as far as not knowing if we're, what we're putting out is good or, or if it's not and kind of just we got to roll with the punches and keep keep going. Yeah, well, I'll tell you what, dude. It's the, it's the journey, man. I'm not trying to sound like fucking Kobe or anything, but it's the truth, dude, because uh, once you start liking what you're doing when it comes to that, it just it starts being fun. You take even the L's you take, you take it gracefully yeah. because you're just like, I'm, I'm doing this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, damn, this is this is work. This is what I do for yeah. money. Like, yeah. OK. Like, I can run with this. Absolutely. Do you guys have a soft spot for uh, your first clients? I know for me, like, for the podcast, I have, like, a special soft spot for, like, the first big guest that gave me a shot at interviewing them. Like, I always make sure I call them, yeah. check up on them, send them some nice cards or something. Like, hey, man, thank you for giving me the shot because even without you even giving me a shot, I probably wouldn't have got the next big guest. Or, yeah. you know, or you give me, in other words, for you guys, you know, you give me your trust to train you for your sport. Does that ever, like, bring come up for you guys? I think for me it might be a little different because Brody's been doing it. Like this is, like he said, second yeah. nature. Like he does this. Um, and then me kind of just jumping in, getting a training shirt. I didn't know. Like I learned a lot of what I know now and how to coach and how to teach, you know, from Brody. Like just being at the house and then going to the gym and the way he like explained things and the way, you know, pretty much how we run the gym now is basically Brody's you know, blueprint. And, uh, so like just having like first client, I was, I like 
Brody, do you want to you want to take this class? Like, <laughs> uh, I'm good. Like, like, yo, give me the all of you. Yeah. But I'm like, nah, yeah. bro. Like this is yeah. how it works. You just exactly you're thrown in there. Be confident. Like, yeah. and a lot of people don't realize. Like, you know, back when you asked Kyle about, you know, like upper end coaches, like in the league, coaching him, like compared to my style, right? It's all philosophy based. Um, and going kind of on a tangent from that, but like all the performance coaches, speed coaches, all that, it's like social media waters that down so much. Cause Absolutely. it's like, they're, oh, this is wrong. This is right. This is wrong. You know, and they're fighting. It's like, yo, we're a team. Like we're trying to get these high level athletes to perform as most efficiently as possible. Right. It doesn't matter what you're doing, what he's doing. Right. As long as it's getting them better on the field, injury prevention, right? Staying on the field, right? That's rule one. Um, we should be on the same team. Like, let's let's study this, study that, study that. So I try and stay humble and I'm like, you know, I don't know it all. Like, I want mentors. I, I want to be the dumbest in the room. Right. Technically, right? You never want to be the smartest in the room. You're on the wrong room type deal. Fucking um, A, dude. So Sucks because like, I'm always in a room with fucking John. I'm always smarter than his ass. <laughs> Bullshit. You know? Exactly, exactly. You're like, my roommate's dumber than me, so I, I, I live I get arrogant, man. I'm, tell, I'm, like, I'm super smart, I'm telling you. Man. Exactly, but it's kind of like, um, going back to like, Kyle was my first like real athlete client, basically. So yeah. I'm like, this is as comfortable as it's going to get. Like, this is my best friend, basically. So, but still like, high stakes, this, exactly, which is great exactly. because I'm, I'm like, you can't, I can't give out. So that almost propelled me forward to like hit the books, like, you know, go back to like I was in school, like I got my degree and I know all this shit, right? Like, this, this is what I love, but I'm like, I gotta go, you know, like point for point, like I gotta be sharp, yeah, you know what I mean. But again, I'm still comfortable because it's my boy, so it was like going back to like first client, I'm like, damn, like. I like this shit. Yeah. Like, this is, this ain't work for, for me. Like, what, what were your physical training uh, mentors like when you, when you got your first big clients like Kyle, did you go back and read certain books? Did you go back to talk to your old professors back at school or there was just some uh, guys you reached no, out so to? I'm a member of NSCA, so National Strength and Conditioning Association, mm -hmm. right? Uh, basically the association that runs all of it. And if you remember, you have access to articles and it's basically a database oh right? nice. so i could i could basically hard search um a football player workout right, right. And a whole list of workouts will come and studies and this is like the science-based stuff not just like oh this guy thinks this theoretical this guy thinks yeah that. yeah it's 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 basically what the information is right so i like to be smart and i like to be sharp right so preparation is your friend and so like I kind of read articles, but I'm a nerd. So like when when it came to that classroom, like when I was back at college, even high school, I'm like, I know that like yeah, you're I like student. being a good student. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like always learning, always reading. Um, but like it was just kind of like the NSCA. Like I was like I wanted to do my own stuff. Like oh, this is what this guy does with his NFL D defensive tackles. Like I'm gonna copy this workout. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna do. I just read about it, you know what I mean, and just see what works, what isn't, and it's it's steak and potatoes, baby. Absolutely, it, it's nothing crazy. Absolutely, it's nothing crazy. Keep it simple. Make the hard stuff simple. Make the simple stuff hard, and that's kind of 
how I go about it. I love it. What, what about when you guys started getting guys with uh, or guys and girls with different sports? Kyle, I know you played a lot of sports growing up. Brody, you too. John, you watched people play sports. That's all right. No big deal. Um, what about when you guys started getting people like that? Um, how much did that challenge you guys intellectually? Because now we're not teaching football. Now we're teaching soccer. Now we're teaching gymnastics even probably now we're teaching so you know now we're teaching softball we're like what what does that do for you guys mentally how, how much does that challenge you guys to learn even more you got you, me me all right um it's different but it's it's the same performance wise you see a lot of similar movements um there's a couple of sports though that you know are kind of tricky let's say i'm with football players basketball players softball baseball players and then i get a it's a golfer in there. Yeah. Like, right. Much different. It's like right on the science level, it's like you don't really need to be conditioned to golf. Right. So that's kind of right. it's all movement patterns. John right? Daly uh, still fucks yeah. it up and he's fat. Exactly. You know exactly. Exactly. He does great. So but when I when it comes down to it, there's similarities, right? So golf, you get a lot of rotational stuff. Um, tennis is kind of similar. But softball and baseball, a lot of rotational stuff, whether you're throwing the ball. Right. Or batting, right? It's all core, all rotational stuff. Absolutely. So it's it's easy to translate. It's a lot easier than people think to be like, oh, yeah, I have this hockey player. Like, it's going to be tough to train. Like, no, they're on skates. They're not running. But, like, a lot of hips, a lot of knees, a lot of ankles. You know what I mean? Right, and, right. And it's basically all sport. You want those all intact and as efficient as possible. So... It's tough, but it's not as tough look uh, as people think outside in. Yeah, it's it's always a very small, subtle difference. I know when I was when I was going to all the training in high school, I noticed a big difference between like I played baseball. So my big difference I noticed was baseball was a lot short, compact speed, spe specifically like side to side speed more than like a football. Football forty times are a big deal, which is straight line speed. In baseball, that means dick. Yeah, it's all side to side. Uh -huh. How fast can you move from side to side in the infield? Or when a ball gets hit from when you're in left field, how quick can you get to the left center? A lot of that's not forty time. It's how quick can you cross over and sprint yeah. really quickly? Or when you're sprinting, the first step you take is to the side. Yeah. Like when you're stealing a base, it's the first take. It's the first step you take. So. Every sport has its own little differences 100% where the straight line speed matters more in this sport and in this one it doesn't matter as much. Yeah. But I like that you guys incorporate that all, man. That's a that's a goddamn huge deal. John, as a as a fan of playoffs performance, what do you see that you like about it? What do you see that you like about it? Like walking in, obviously the one thing you like is that it's your friend's business. That's yeah. that's that's fucking awesome, you know? That's our we're all boys since we're what? 7th, 8th grade. Like that's pretty badass. But like what do you see when you walk in? You've seen your brother play professional, you know, D1 sports. You've You've been around sports your whole life. What do you like about playoffs performance? I, I don't know. I might be biased, but like I just like the like the feel of it. Like when you walk in, it's not like a twenty four hour fitness, it's not like a big brand name. You get like the uh like the personal feeling, you know? Like yeah. you walk in, you know who everyone is, you know all the people working out there, and you can literally get like one on one training that you would have to pay a lot of money for at, Absolutely. A, at a big name place just walking in. Absolutely. And you obviously have professional athletes. You've got a, a very good coach. You know, most people look at these two dudes and they think they're idiots, which they're somewhat right. Right, 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 right. right. But honestly, Absolutely. like, you know, like, they know their shit. Like, Work we, hard, play hard. You know <laughs> <me>? <laughs> Yeah. I, I think so. I, I'm with you on that, man. I, I do like the family business aspect, man, because 
I think that's what everyone likes in anything, man. Like you would talk about your favorite restaurant. Oh, like they've owned it since 63. It's like something you talk about, you know, same thing with like a sports business, man. That's the most important thing. Kyle, when you came back and you finally started getting opportunities with the NFL back again, how much was that for you, man? How crazy was that for you? Because obviously you're stoked yeah, in, yeah. in a personal aspect, but now you just started your business, you know, and now you're like, fuck, dude, like, you know, Brody, we're doing this project together and I got to go. Yeah, it was, we, you know, talked about it before opening up the gym, like, you know, we're putting it out that I was going to get picked up. Right. Like, hey, when this, when you do get picked up, like, yo, I'm going to run it. Like, we, we got it covered. But in the back of the head, like, in my head, I was like, I'm probably not going to get picked up. Like, I'm done playing. So, like, it was kind of weird because I just tapped in, in. Like, we just opened up the gym. I just started, like, personal training. Um, and, yeah, it's still new. You know, little baby. And then, bam, hey, you are you have a workout with the Titans, you know. If that was because of my birthday. Workout, yeah. <laughs> if you have <laughs> a good workout, you know, they're going to sign you. So, it was like fuck, okay, like, this shit, I am going back, like, oh, fuck, like, I'm leaving Brody. Yeah. Like, what's going to happen now? And, you know, was, I felt super bad, and then, you know, I go, and he held it down. Like, yeah. Like, kind of what I expected. And um, also a, a reason why going into business with somebody like him because of how savvy he is in the gym and, you know, how well he is knowing everything that he needs to know to be a good coach and to you know, honestly, start learning the business realm. Um, and he's been handling it, you know, as best as he could, which I think has been. Sorry, man. I'm fucking famous now. If you guys ever know, dude, I swear to God, that's my agent. <laughs> no, but yeah, like I just had all the confidence that Brody, you know, had it covered when I was gone. But like you said earlier, you know, he still bounces things off of me, vice versa. Um, and I know we just got a good chemistry going on. I was gonna say, tell me. That's what I say. Tell me what it's like when you, knowing that like you have a friend who you're in business with, where you can tell them good news, and and it's a good thing. I know. I know that's hard and even in life to t- to have someone around you who you can tell good news to. They always say, be careful who the fuck you tell good news to. Yeah, you can yeah. tell people anyone bad news. No, for you sure. You can tell anyone bad news, man. Yeah. And, they're, and they're either gonna bullshit you and be like, hey, I'm sorry, bro, or they're secretly fucking stoked you're having bad news. Yeah. It's hard to find someone you can tell good news to. You had to tell someone good news to somebody who's it's technically bad news. Yeah. You know, um, it's good news for you, but it's, yeah. it's like, fuck, man, like, my business, I'm leaving. What was that like for you guys, knowing that, like, I, I know you're obviously very supportive of your friend, but, like, talk about, like, the, you know, the the feelings you're going through, going, oh, shit, now it's all me, you know? Yeah, it was a little bittersweet, right? But it was kind of expected. Like, this is my boy. I'm like, damn, like, you could score a job. Like, let's do it. It was a little more sudden than we thought, like he was saying, but I was like... It really was. It was. Damn. I was like, we kind of manifested this. Being a Tennessee fan, right? (laughs) Shout out Titans. That's what's going to I'm like, bro, that that is wild. I'm like, bro, I've been thinking this for fucking six years now. (laughs) When you were in Denver, I was like, Titans need a defensive tackle. Like, sign my boy, sign my boy, let's go. So it was a little sudden, but like, it almost like we manifested it. And then it was like, damn, like, this is a next chapter in my life. Like, now I got to run the gym alone. Like, so, like, this is, you know, God's plan of, hey, like, this is your next chapter. Like, you running a business alone, handling all the training, basically. Like we say, like, I still bounce shit off him and Julie. Um, So it's like, I'm running it alone, but I've never felt alone. That makes sense, right? So it's like, 
yeah, kind of running it, but I'm like, this, this is just like the next step. Uh, yeah, next step. That's what I'm saying, man. I, I I like that. Um, while you were gone, it seemed like a lot of your family wasn't. They were very active in the gym. I can see the I can see your stories on Playoffs Performance. I see Julie there all the time. I see your in laws there all the time, and cousins. You know, Simone's have thirty cousins, so you know they're all there too. It was beautiful, man. I I think that's big because, um, like I said, it's it's proof that. Not only you guys believe in what you're doing, but everyone around you believes in what you guys are doing as well. Yeah, no. Family, friends have been super supportive. Everyone comes in, you know, whether it's to come to a group class or personal training. At some level in the gym, they're they're there, you know, they got our backs, which is cool. It's the best. Yeah. How's the how's so how's the Titans been how's the impact on the Titans been on your business? Because this past year has easily been your most successful year as an NFL player. I mean, you were, I mean, you're on the screen, and they were saying your name almost every fucking play I watched, man. And how has that been, you know, an influence on your business, man? It's been amazing to watch, and as friends, it's been fucking great. But I mean, like, just for your business, how has it been? Yeah, for sure, it's been it's been cool. We so as when I was gone, Brody kind of took over more of the sports performance. So we're getting more athletes in. What? So when I was there, it was. We're basically just training like general population, not many athletes. Um, so it was like group classes, personal training. And um, when I left, um, we kind of tapped in with uh, Mike Chavez, uh, FSA. Shout out FSA. Shout out FSA. Um, What's FSA? So FSA, we work with them. He flight school is athletics. Flight school That's athletics. Our speed guy, basically. Yeah. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah. So we kind of teamed up with him, and he he's been doing his speed training work, and he's. He's been uh, killing it with like uh, a lot of the young athletes. Yeah, um, he's got a lot of youth teams as far as softball, baseball. Yeah, um, mostly. He's tapped in with like football, uh, football coaches like at Buena Park, Fullerton, Santa Ana College. Damn. Um, yeah, and he's been putting us on. So when I was gone, that's when Brody kind of tapped in with him, and they started, you know, picking up the sports performance kind of realm of a playoffs performance. Um, but as far as like Tennessee and what Tennessee's done so far, there's a lot of kids that are asking for like D line specific work from me. Like, right, yeah. Which is cool. Yeah. It's an, another um, niche that we could bring to the gym, another um, thing that we could bring to the community and like the kids, the youth um, who maybe want to play football at the next level. So that's been cool. You know what's funny? I remember when we were kids, who's, uh, who was the big D lineman from La Habra that was big? Renner Swike. Oh yeah, Winterstrike was the guy. Yeah. You know, the boy, the Harvard guy, Boise yeah. Boise State, one of the league. Mm-hmm. That was a big guy. And then, dude, now we have two. Now we have you and uh, there's three. Dude from the Rams. Who's Greg the other guy? Gaines. Oh yeah, well, two currently. Greg Gaines, and yeah. then who? Yeah, now there's three total. Yeah, yeah. Which is crazy, man. I think that's great, dude. Um, what do you think is the biggest mistakes an athlete makes going into a gym? In other words. When someone's coming to you, what do you think they're looking for? And what do you think you can see ahead of time? Like, oh, I, I need to correct him already or her. And this is what I need to get them focused on. What are the biggest beginner mistakes people make going to a gym? And why should they be choosing your guys' gym? Because you guys can fix them pretty good. I'll start this one off from, like, the, ath- the athlete perspective. Perspective, yeah. yeah. Um, growing up or going to high school is kind of when I started lifting weights. And being in the gym at a high school – it's more about how cool and how much weight you could do. It wasn't yeah, about yeah. technique or injury prevention. It was none of that. So, like, you could be benching a shit ton of weight, but 
it's not the way you're doing it is not good. Right. Like squatting, for instance, like there's so much technique wise that you should be doing when you're squatting heavy weight that not any high school coach is really teaching. Mm-hmm. So like I think that's one mistake that everyone thinks like, oh, we're going in the weight room for high school lift. Like we're going to go throw around a bunch of weight load the bar and get under and just get it up any way you can. Right. And that max out daily yeah, vibe. Exactly. Yeah, like, yeah. Let me just fucking leave exactly. my pride Make in that, here. Yeah. 1500 yeah. pound club. Yeah. <laughs> and obviously like I progressed junior college, college, and then the, the league. And like, I've learned that the important, the important, the importance of like learning how to do things correctly with the correct form and, and shit like that. And obviously starting with Brody and then having like these young athletes come in, like that's the first thing Brody's concerned about. Not he could, he'll go in with like somebody and have a PVC pipe and they're doing a full workout with a PVC pipe. Yeah. Like no weight, zero weight. Let's learn how to do it right before loading any weight. And I think that's like probably the number one mistake that these young athletes are doing. Wow. It's an ego thing. Yeah. Just like Omen, especially working with these high school kids. 14 to 18 year old boys. Huh. Oh my God. I listen to his Drake and shit. They got their mom's exactly. car. They think yeah, they can run shit. Drake, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wearing bad um, bunny shirts and shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's like, I was telling Kyle, I think yesterday actually, I was like, bro, I love working with these high school kids, but it's like, damn, was I like this in high school? Yeah. And for sure, probably a lot worse. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> knowing myself now, I'm like, damn, Maybe. I was that guy, probably a lot worse. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I was saying, um, they just get in there trying to see how much they lift. It's like back to Arnold, you know what I mean? Just yeah. like gritty, like let's just get this iron and let's just get a fat pump in. Right. And, you know, so these kids at this age are like, yo, coach, I could do more. I could do more, whether it be weight or more reps. Right. And I'm like, I know you can, but we're not. Right. You know what I mean? Like, let me do my coaching. Like, I know you got tons of energy. Right. Right. But, like, there's a method to all this, right? You take everything with a grain of salt. Like, hey, if we're doing five reps, it's for a reason. You know what I mean? If we're doing 20 reps, it's also for a reason, right? There's, um, so you just got to kind of keep it translatable. Like, in layman's term, as far as the industry, like, hey, these kids have a ton of energy, they want to lift. They don't know how to go about it, per se, most of them, right? Um, And it's just like, do everything as perfect as possible, each rep, rep by rep. Once you do that good, then we could smash the bar, right? Right. And we could throw all this weight on, right? But if you ain't moving right, it doesn't even matter how much weight, right? What what was the biggest surprise, psychologically speaking, with like a... Because I know when you enter a field like that, you especially like I get easy examples comedy. You go in there, you think I'm gonna go in there, I'm gonna tell jokes, and if the jokes are good, I have nothing to worry about. But then what if the jokes are good, but then you still have a heckler, fucking variable. You have no idea this was coming. Exactly. And you did everything you're supposed to do, but all of a sudden you got a fucking dick. What about you? When you're doing the training correctly, it's going well, and all of a sudden some student comes in here and he's just a little bit more than what you weren't expecting that day. Like, what's your psychological approach? Because you know, you got to have more than one tool in the toolbox, man. You know, sometimes kid needs a little Mr. Miyagi, and sometimes they need a little bit of Cobra Kai. You got to fucking mix it up, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I feel that. Um, it's kind of, I mean, this industry, you got to roll with the punches. Say I'm squatting with athlete A and I'm squatting with athlete B. They're not built the same. They're not the same weight, same height, right, same sport, all that stuff. So variables are kind of 
built into the industry, right? Um, but as far as that goes, um, at the end of the day, right, or at the end of the lift, it's still a social aspect. Yeah, right? 100%. You're, you're, you're it's still like church like, almost, dude. Yes, exactly. So it's not just like, hey, all work, no play. Like, hey, like, you do this. I'm going to count your reps, like, blah, blah, blah. Do it better. Do it better. It's like, you know, like, in downtime, you're talking about their hobbies. They're talking about what do you like to do. Like, I'm trying to get to know you as a person as well. So it's always that I like to be socially like, hey, like, I care about you as an athlete and I'm your coach to work out, but how was your day? Yeah. Like that style. It's like That's still so big, a heavy social aspect. It's like I don't want to be the coach where like, yeah, he's military style, but he does good work. Like I want people to remember me as like, damn, that's a good person. Like at the end of the day, put his profession aside. Like he's a cool dude. Yeah. And, and I really, not even an ego thing, but like I, I care – not too much, but I care how people feel after they leave my gym. That's the most important thing, dude. Exactly. You and, have no and idea. like, whatever profession you're in, like, that that should be rule one. Like, I, I want to be able to kick it with this person outside of work. Like, hey, that's a cool person, vice versa. So when you get these people that, like, are, like, you know, a, you know throw you a little curveball every now and then, it's still like, hey, we have this built relationship that we're good people to each other. So it's like, hey, like. You know, if I have to sit him down and be like, yo, like, you got to do this. You got you to gotta follow my instructions. Like, right. that's why you're here. That's what I you're paying you, for. Motherfucker. I exactly. love you, motherfucker. I love you. Exactly. I care about you, right? And if you don't, if they don't feel that, they're going to, it's more friction. Right. You know what I mean? Like, say it was a little friction and they're like, ah, he's, he's not a cool person. I don't like this guy, but he does well in his job. It's like, no, that's going to create more friction. And you want less friction. You want smooth right so just like everything but i think he kind of got a little with it because when we started i was the trainer right and then he ended up getting his cert and he basically shaped his coaching career kyle's based off like how i was coaching so he's like wow very cool th that's how i learned that you know what i mean so he kind of dealt with that as well and a little harder and he's like yo like this person, like, I, I can't open them up. They seem, like, so close. And I'm like, bro, think about it. Just get to know them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, what do you do on a normal day-to-day -day basis? Like, what's your what's right. your hobbies? Like, what are you doing on a Saturday afternoon? Like, what right. what's your vibe type thing? And I'm like, and that's going to open up so many doors. Like, maybe they'll start venting to you. Yeah. Because it's like, oh, it's, it's Kyle. Like, it's my trainer. But, like, very modest. So it's like. I could tell him a lot of things, like maybe even things I don't tell my closest friends. Yeah. And I get that a lot. I'm like, damn, like, you know, if a client tells me something and I'm like, wow, that's very personal. It's deep. I'm like, you're probably not even telling your parents that yeah. or your closest friends. Like, probably even their husband. You know what I mean? So Yeah, exactly. So you're like, oh, through that, it's like you're comfortable with me. And then right. that kind of ensures that, like, they like me, they trust me. Right, you build that trust, and then they like your work, obviously. That's why I you tell know. John, we'll go to the bars with chicks. I'm like, just fuck, let them open up, man. Just take a chance. And he's exactly. always like, I don't know. What if they don't like me? <laughs> Be a sponge for a little bit. Yeah. Be a sponge. It always works out, you know? Kyle, what about you? How, how do you build off that? Is that? You've had the same experience? Yeah, no, like Brody said, I kind of learned from everything he did. And I don't think there was any friction because I was trying to... 
I liked what Brody put out, like the work he put out, and I wanted to emulate that so I could put out, you know. Emulate. Wow. Wow. Well, Look at this guy. Oregon, I'm using words. Oregon, because Oregon State. Actually, Oregon State not education. Just the word, yeah. Yeah, not just the training. I, my fucking vocab. He puts, his, he puts his glasses on. He's smart as shit now. <laughs> but yeah, just to be able to learn from him, I didn't really have, like, there wasn't an ego thing. Like, oh, I play in the league, so I know everything. Like, I know I, I didn't know anything about training. Right. So, yeah, no, it was uh, it was just a cool process for me to to be able to just kind of sit back and then, you know, kind of follow the role of Brody. Right. Well, you know, I I think that's I think that's great. That you guys have that connection with people because I'm almost thirty. I still go back to all the same restaurants, same businesses that I ever grew up with. Now, even though I don't even live by them, and I, and I do it not even for the fucking business i do it because they meant a lot to me i just went back to kt donuts right there in imperial and setting and yes, i've been sir. going there since i was six years old and i moved out of my house when i was 19 i'm 29 now or somewhere around that age and when i went back it's the same exact reaction every time oh my god how are you free stuff free coffee free this i'm not gonna take free i'm gonna give them a 20 dollar tip as yeah. soon as you give me something free it's 20 dollars. but oh yeah it's all those things that you did for me the restaurant across the street jimmy's Adelitas. When I went to your when I went to your restaurant, I mean, during a party, yep, and you asked me to pick up the ceviche, yep. dude, I, I made John wait outside. I felt bad for the poor bastard because <laughs> I literally he waited outside for like thirty minutes because I was catching up with all the waitresses. Yep. All, I even my haircut ladies, man, I swear to God, they gave me a fucked up haircut. I don't care. I go there for a good time. <laughs> yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah, it's all right. You know, they faded <laughs> it up a little crazy. Whatever. <laughs> I I'm there for the hospitality. I'm there for how they treat me, and like I'm, and that in itself is a, is a beautiful fucking business model to do man it's genius because it's not fake it's yeah. heart people can see when you have heart man i think that's beautiful man john you are a uh, recurring member so you're not only a fan of the gym but you're a fan of your friends what do you would like to see in the next let's say if they had a business plan for for playoffs performance in the next five years what what do you, what would be like your dreams for this amazing company that we have here damn that's deep honestly like Maybe a, maybe a little expansion, but not too crazy, right? Like, you guys are probably planning on yeah. expanding a little bit, For opening sure. up that gym a little bit. Yeah, that's a mark of a good business. Right, but it's nothing a good too crazy. To have. Yeah. Like, honestly, like I think just consistency over time and being, like, a referral-based business, too, like, because that's kind of how we model our business after right. at, my, at my company. It's referral-based, so it's like, okay— a lot of people pay for like internet leads or for like buying marketing. their business, marketing, all this shit, which like they do and which is smart. Like, of course, you're going to market. But honestly, there's nothing better than word of mark. I'm sorry. Word of mouth. Word of mouth there's no marks. I play <laughs> Word of mouth advertisement, meaning like when they leave their gym, like they said, they're happy. They want to tell their family, they want to tell their friends like, hey, if you guys need a gym, like come to this. Like, this is legit. Like, yeah. this is how I felt when I left. Like, they took good care of me. Couldn't agree more. You don't even talk price. You're like, hey, I stayed at I stayed at a, a Ritz Carlton for five dollars more than a than a Motel Eight. Right. You're not, you're not talking about price. You're talking about value. Right. Which is how you feel when you leave. Which is how I think their business is modeled after, and why it's going to be successful, and why it has been so successful even when he's gone. Because when people go there, they feel good. You get a good workout. You get the best workout you can possibly get. Good value, and you want to go home and tell your friends and family about it. Yeah. That's what's going to be consistent over time. And longevity. For sure. It's like Cortinas, the right. Italian market. Right. You don't care about being big. You just want to mm. have good value. Yeah, and I yeah. don't care how much money I spend there. Right. Is it, I believe I believe in the business. I'm I'm willing to do it. I don't even give a shit. Right. Look you, at us. You man. convert at a higher rate. You you know you have a better experience. You have overall better value. 
so which Kyle, is any business needs. Absolutely. Kyle, tell us the training schedule for uh, for playoffs performance. So people that are trying to get into playoffs performance, they want to know, I'm a soccer player. I'm a softball player. Uh, when can I go to the gym throughout the week? Uh, when should I go? Not just when can I, but when should I go? When are the, when are the trainers going to be there? And and what am I going to learn when I go there and all these things? What, what's the schedule like for playoffs performance throughout the week and the weekends and all that? Yeah, no, right now we're accepting everyone and anyone at any time. So, um, like I said, word of mouth. Uh, it's been a lot of, hey, my friend or my cousin or my aunt told me about this place come in. And uh, they kind of just come and talk to us. And then we, you know, we're at their mercy. We want to be able to cater to them, whether that's time of day or time of the week. Right. Um, so we try to work with everyone's schedule at any time. Um, and we like to, you know, be open as far as our schedule. We'll cancel some of our plans just to get some people in. That's huge. Yeah. Heck yeah. So like I said, anyone, anytime, come in, come talk to us and, you know, we'll make it work. And what about you? What are we looking for you in the NFL in the in the, in the near future? What are we talking about? When are you got to go back to wherever you got to go back to? Um, as of right now, I'm you know the new league season hasn't started, so I'm still employed by the Titans. Right. But um, had a good exit meeting um, with all my coaches. Uh, you know, agents talking uh, contracts. So the Titans want to bring me back, and uh, you know, God willing, I, that that'll be that'll be in the near future. I'm excited. Thank Coming you, bro. Appreciate it, bro. But yeah, what do you what do you what do you think? Uh, have you ever used any playoffs performance lessons in your game that you thought about as soon as you did it? Like straight, like maybe like oh shit, like me and Brody worked on that a lot, and you're like, damn, like I really it came out. It came out about right now. Did you ever have any of those? Honestly, everything I do, I mean, I will. I mean, at least this year for yeah. sure, because me and Brody, it was a little different because we weren't sure if I was going back. So like we were training together. Because me and him were like grinding together, and honestly, we'll pause. No, pause no, we were that. grinding together, <laughs> brother. <laughs> Maybe too much grinding. Okay, on um, each other or <laughs> with each other. No, but like I love grinding. It was like a daily routine. Like he held me accountable, I held him accountable, um, and we just worked together. So it was, it was super cool. Once I did get that call and I did make the team. Cause I look back, like, like you said, he's a Titans fan. He's been a Titans fan. Yeah. Um, since since I've known him since high yeah, school. Yeah. yeah. I mean, even John, like John's birthday, he's like, you're gonna get a call. Yeah. And literally, like, what a week or two later? No, literally a couple the, days a, later. A, two days later. Yeah. So two we went days out. Later, yeah. We went out for my birthday. And we went to the bungalow, and I was like, <laughs> we were just like speaking into his ex- existence, and it's weird, like. I don't know. There's like this thing about me where I always think about that shit, like speaking into the universe, like everyone around me is successful. It's just weird. Yeah. And we were just talking about it that night where I was like, we're going out. We were just walking up the stairs. Yeah. And I'm like, hey, I was like, you're going to get a call. You're going to get a call. You're going to get a call soon. And literally two days later. Literally two days later, he calls me on Monday. He's like, bro, you won't guess what just happened. <laughs> <laughs> just got signed. Chills. <laughs> Chills. And I was like, yeah. I was at work. I was like, fuck yeah. I just yeah. cussed in the middle of work. Yeah. I was like, yeah. Fuck yeah. But. Yeah, back to that question. I think I was successful a lot this year because of all the work and all the training that we did together wow. at the gym. I honestly Cheer. like. What did, oh what God, what did you see? Did you see did you see some things on the TV that scrimmed out to you where you're like, oh shit, like I see this, but other people here in this bar, wherever we're watching the game, they don't see it because oh, we worked on that. Yeah, exactly. I I, I know see what I saw. it all. Yeah, exactly. And I see it all, and I'm like, 
let's go. That, yeah. You know, that's what we've been working on. And even when we were, right, like, say he was done with the NFL, like, because uh, he kind of, almost the mindset wasn't like, I'm done, but it's like, I could be done. Yeah. You know, right. like, it could be done. It's a realistic mindset, um, not not a down mindset. But yeah, still, yeah, he's, yeah. he's a athlete, and he's been in the gym. So, like, even uh, when we didn't have hopes of playing anymore, it was still very... Uh, dialed in as far as performance wise, right? Because he's in the gym, so he d- he doesn't want the normal workouts or like the simple right. stuff. Like we still did crazy stuff, and uh, I'm in pretty good shape. So I would I like to practice what I preach. So any program I give to an athlete or stuff, it's usually I've done it before, right? right? And tweak a little bit, and it's like okay, this works, this doesn't work, and vice versa. So uh, yeah, I I see the game differently, especially like. I haven't missed a Titans game, and then obviously my boys on the right. team now, so I definitely don't miss one. You I've recorded a couple. One we were at. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I know the Miami fans knew I was there because I flipped <laughs> off every single one of them, and I still they hold that to the day, including my brother too. Fuck the Dolphins. Let them know. That. Let them know. Hey, I know. I know, and you can tell me if I'm wrong, but for me watching this year, I honestly think taking that year off propelled your career extra years oh yeah like you came back healthy and not only healthy yeah but like i want to hear i want to know about this right so you took a year off right yeah. the covid year come back completely healthy completely rejuvenate rejuvenated but also like i could tell this year and You're i've drunk. watched you yeah just stop so but no one of the main things i really noticed this year was like your confidence yeah like when you came back and you started playing and you were in the rotation i noticed like you were playing with with a lot of confidence yeah Tell me if I'm wrong. Like, no, you, yeah. you look rejuvenated and you look like you belong there. Yeah, Which this, you always did, but like yeah. more so than. Yeah, taking the year off, it, I think it was super beneficial. I mean, there's some points where I, I thought taking that year off screwed my career and I, you know, that kind of, that was it. Yeah, but, you don't yeah, have to make the right choice. All yeah, that exactly. Yeah. Um, and I don't regret my decision. I, you know, got time with my family. I was able to start this business. Um, and yeah, no regrets. But uh, going back and doing all the training with Brody and, you know, being in the gym daily, um, I think, I mean, in my head, I always knew that if I had a shot, I was going to make a team. And, yeah. and I would be impactful because of all the shit that I was doing, you know, behind the scenes, working, training, um, and getting back or signing with Tennessee and then kind of getting the opportunity. Um Felt super super comfortable. It was year six, so it's like I've done this shit. Like it's That's not crazy. Yeah, I'm not a rookie. I'm not a you know like I I could do this. I'm here for a reason, kind of thing. And, right. Uh, yeah, I think I could play a lot more years. Like I don't think I'm at the end of my career, but I mean, you know, time will tell. I mean, best year yet. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, like you know what I mean. Yeah. Absolutely. It's funny because last time we had you on was with Adam, and 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 I remember Adam. He brought that up extensively he had membership he had said like kyle's had a lot of snaps left in him blah blah and uh, it, it was exciting for him i mean he's one of the one of the better defensive linemen in the league so it was, it was for him to say that I mean, you know it's never bullshit i mean you guys are friends you know when you're someone's yeah. your friend you tell them the truth you don't fuck around so yeah sure. that, i always thought that was beautiful but um look guys i'm i'm always i'm always honored to support local businesses it's different when it's your friends it, it really is we have had people on here that are local businesses and um 
it's great because I get to become friends with them after the fact. It's a great interview, but this is different. You guys are my brothers from a long time. And uh, I promised you guys 45 minutes to an hour. We did 45 minutes to an hour. Yes, sir. Oh, wow. That was great. How quick was it? I went by fast. It always does, man. Hell yeah. Brody almost finished a beer. <laughs> oh, here we go. Easy. I was just dry. Nice the listeners need to know too. We're all going to Vegas together in about a couple of days, so this shit talking oh, is yeah. relevant. I mean, oh, you're saying, right. man, because yeah. what if he burns you in Vegas? Well, we actually are getting John an outfit. Yeah. yeah. John doesn't Good. look stupid anymore. <laughs> yes. John doesn't look stupid anymore. Hey, just fair warn the ladies of Vegas. Like, here we go. I was already dangerous. Now I'm coming in hot. Oh, like Tony Montana. Dangerous. Hey, I'll be Tony Montana. You'll be his his bro, his friend. Yes. <laughs> just don't bang his my girlfriend. sister like Tony Montana's friend does. I'll, I'll kill oh, you. Shit. I'll kill you like he does in the movie. Anyways, damn, um, that's wild. Where can uh, where can all the people find you guys, man? Like uh social media websites and all that good stuff and yeah ig right now um at playoffs performance on our website playoffsperformance.com performance very new yep you guys check it out you guys post on your personal stuff too um yeah we will post you know reels and stuff and information about the gym yeah as far as like class yeah mine's underscore brody williams right i post a lot of my content right being the owner of the gym me and him both like it's like we post on the gym page or our personal page and tag it, right? So we're just kind of flooding it. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Also, shout out you guys, man. Yeah. You oh, guys thank been you, grinding. Man. Uh, same kind of concept, right? You guys just do this because you love it. Absolutely. And anything you do with passion is not work. When it comes down to it, whether you're getting paid or not, like passion succeeds, right? Like if you love doing something and you're passionate, people feel that energy, and I could feel it with you guys. Same with you guys kind of saying it to us. It kind of kind of reassures that we're doing something right, at least at the end of the uh, day, right? We're making an p- impact. Um, love it. Appreciate it. Yeah. All of that. Thank, Thank you, you man. That means a lot to me, man. This has been Awesome Take. We'll see you guys later. Peace. Peace. Late. And there it is, ladies and gentlemen. Our interview with the gym owners of Playhouse Performance, Kyle Pecco and Brody Williams. Thanks a lot, fellas, for stopping in. It was a hell of a time, dude. Um, It was kind of surreal when it was over. I'm not going to lie to you guys because, you know, you guys started your business from from the beginning, from from nothing. And same thing with this podcast, dude. I started it from nothing. It was just a a fun time for me. I did it on a phone in a kitchen, drunk with my dogs. R.I.P. Rocco, by the way. My dog just passed away. So I expect a lot of cards in the mail, a lot of condolences, you know, any phone calls. I'll accept all of them. But... I won't get sidetracked. But that's how Alternate Take was started, and I and I like how it started from the bottom up, and that's how you guys started your business, man. You started from a garage, for God's sakes, and I, and I love that, dude. So it was an honor to have you guys in the show because we've been friends for a long time, and uh, we both have passion, and we both have balls, and we all have uh, confidence, man. That's what you need in this business. So, you know, I love you guys, man. Thanks for stopping in. For all you guys who are Playoffs Performance fans, you can go to their websites, all their social media, everything like that. I put it all in the podcast description. So go check that out. You guys can check out all their work, what they do, what they specialize in. And uh, it was a great time, man. For the rest of you guys who are Alternate Take fans, go ahead and check out our Instagram at, at AlternateTakeDR and our brand new TikTok at, at AlternateTakeDR as well. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you guys later. Peace.